Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Four, and this is DDP, a show about creators and thinkers. All right, first things first, it's been a while since I did another episode for DDP. I was just really making an effort on writing good stories um, and inspiring stories to talk about. So it does kind of take me a longer time to be on the show and really talk about DDP-related stuff because I really want to be consistent with how the show brings up dreamers to become doers, yeah? So, you know, I started season one with really inspiring guests. And for this season, I'm trying to focus on my personal narratives, but still try to bring in the same level of conviction for everybody. Right. So today I want to dive deep on um, building ourselves to reaching our own goals. Again, I don't have any guests. Hopefully next next time I can bring in people to help me out here. But yeah, let's get right into it. So... A few days ago, I was thinking about what I should talk about for the next episode, which is which is this one, um, just to follow through what I talked about previously on the show, which was about pursuing your passion. And I basically talked about my life story as a dreamer and still today trying to reach a certain goal, just like everybody else, right? So I was choosing between self-taught success stories and make uh, or making an effort for your mind, body, and soul to be able to achieve something you always wanted for you. So I chose the second one, which is the, the making an effort for your bi- mind, body, and soul. Um, why? Because I feel like it's the perfect time to talk about it, about mindsets and everything like that, because I feel like our mindsets are being affected by what's happening uh this year just everything i don't want to list down everything but basically the whole 2020 is the whole 2020 fucking sucks <laughs> that's you know that's pretty much it so you know we're screwed we're screwed for this year so i feel like it's a perfect time to talk about our mindsets all right so um i want to start with the mindset that i've built for myself and still using today so my mindset is I wanted to push or inspire people to do something for their dreams, uh, whether it's tr- through me or through something else p- that people could um, watch or learn and be inspired to do something about it. And that's my ever, ever evolving mindset, you know, ever since I started doing whatever that I want to do with my life. Um, so I think everybody has dreams, right? And goals in life. And we obviously... Um, know that it requires hard work and perseverance. But there's another secret ingredient that doers have. Doers meaning uh, people who does uh, people who do something about do something about it, right? People who who do something about their dreams. And it's called manifestation. So I've been talking about this ever since I started working my way to reach whatever um, it is I'm trying to reach until today. So let me read this to you guys. Um, Manifestation means an event, action, or object that clearly embodies your idea. All right. So it's basically like hardworking, but not physically. You work through your mind. Like you consistently um, keep trying to reach your goal in your mind. And suddenly after a few years or so, or maybe even less, it just go your way. And you finally see it in front of your doorstep. Right. That would be so. What's the word? Uh, that would be so euphoric. Wait, wait hold on. Let, let me search the what that means. 
because <laughs> uh, I I I I heard it from a, from from a series. Uh, I just I heard it somewhere just recently. That's why I said it. I'm sorry. Euphoric. Wait, hold on. All right. Marked by a feeling of great happiness and excitement. Yeah, it's a perfect term. It's a perfect word for what I for what I said, whatever that is. Um, yeah, uh, when when you finally uh, when you, the, the the stuff that you're thinking about or you're manifesting about uh, is now is finally now in front of your doorstep, meaning in front of you in, in in your face, basically, and you're you're touching it, you're grabbing it. That would be so euphoric. That would be so so amazing so hap so uh it, but basically it's a great feeling right okay um let me give you guys some examples so i don't know if you guys did this in your high school days but back in my high school i studied at a catholic school and um we used to have this three-day gathering called retreat uh retreats are supposed to let you reflect on life <laughs> basically whether it's uh spiritual or physical i don't know just you know all that deep stuff I th uh, hold on. I think it's called group therapy, you know, group therapy session thing. I I mean, it's like a group therapy session thing, because in retreats, uh, there's this moderator and that person basically just you know, uh, tells kids tell uh tell kids to reflect on life and realize stuff. So and that's how group therapy session thing works, right? I don't know. Okay, anyway. So I remember we had an activity that made us write in a piece of paper. Uh, we, it, oh, it made us write a, in a piece, a piece of paper the stuff we want to happen with our lives after some years. And then we put it inside a really small canister or, or like a tube, basically, and treat it as a time capsule. So yeah, basically that's one example of manifesting something. Um, I chose chose that example because... I so for you know ex I I feel like it's a very much relatable example if I'm not mistaken because for example um one of your high school friends uh wrote in that piece of paper uh becoming quote unquote becoming su a successful YouTuber after a year after some years something like that and then today he or she is now a successful YouTuber now and that's and that's manifestation that's a successful manifestation because yeah that's what he that that's what the person thought and and uh and tr and practiced and thought over and over, over over and over in his or her mind and now that person is finally touching it touching the finally grabbing it you know finally carrying it to him or to him or herself as a tangible object or i mean as a tangible idea all right so yeah for me i honestly forgot what i wrote there but i think it has something to do with being a successful music artist something like that because i was into music when i was younger but oh but you know what i might have met that manifestation back in college when my friends and i built a brand uh there was this one time in one in one of our gigs at a bar the audience were actually singing our song with us. And that's a pretty cool feeling to have. That's euphoric. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh, I think, yeah. I think it worked. I think it worked. Okay. 
So um, I think now that I now, now that I uh, think about it, I think manifesting is in simple terms is called law of attraction. Because back then, when I was younger, I used to sing in front of in, in front of a mirror and pretend that I'm in a rock band. Pretend that uh, pretend that I'm in a st- I'm in front of people uh, standing standing up uh, on the stage and you know getting wild. And I was literally doing some techniques like kicking and and jumping and whatever it, you know those typical rock rocker moves something like that. And I actually did those moves um, literally while performing at our gigs. So that's pretty cool to talk about. Um, yeah, law of attraction. Because uh, I because. You know those uh, compiled videos on YouTube that a uh, celebrity, a couple of celebrities talk about law of attraction. That you know, because it's pretty hard to be to be at uh, to be on a on a movie or to be on a show because there's uh, hundreds and thousands of people who go goes on audition and and with with the same you know with the same energy uh, who has the same talent like you, but the difference is the work ethic and the secret ingredient which is um manifestation so a lot of a lot of um celebrities that i've watched on youtube uh keeps talking about law of attraction because law of attraction is like you know attracting the stuff that you really want for you right um like when you have a crush on someone and you daydream about that person and you you can't stop imagining yourself being in a re- relationship with that someone and then after some reason, you guys are together now. And that's manifestation, people. <laughs> yeah. What else? Um, so I've been trying to study the life story of Ronnie Fike. Uh, yeah, 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 actually, this is the reason why I want to talk about manifestation. Because I, I'm, a pers- I'm, I'm a person who really wants to um, research on stuff. Research on, research on interesting stuff that I, you know, that I personally like. And one of which is Ronnie Fike. So I have been studying Ronnie Fike's life story. I'm not a stalker, but, you know, a lot of people are like me, I think, who looks up to people like Ronnie Fike. If you guys don't know him, how dare you? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Well, for the people who don't know Ronnie Fike, he is one of the most successful independent brand owners, at least in the streetwear uh, category. And also, in my opinion, but who cares about my opinion? (laughs) But anyway, I still want to talk about him because I think he is a top characteristic of manifestation. Like, if you can't explain what manifesting can do, try to follow Ronnie Fike and see what he's done all his life. He's basically like a Steve Jobs in streetwear category. Right? I think. At least in my opinion. Okay. So, Ronnie Fike is the founder and CEO of Kith. Kith is like this really successful brand uh, based in New York City. I'm not going to tell the whole story completely, but I'm but I'm gonna try my best to make everybody learn about him. Okay, so here goes. Um, when he was a kid, okay. When he was, um, hold on. Before I start this, I have a, I have a, I always have a bunch of scripts whenever I do my podcast and shit. But for this one, I just wrote. I just wrote in my in my script. Go tell his story. Open close parenthesis. 
because I really wanted to be like free on my mind what I remember about him so it just so so it can really uh so you guys can really uh feel that you know this is oh well me for me like so I can really express the most impactful part of his life at least for me you know so I, that's why I didn't write any scripts for this one I just want to really naturally talk about this stuff so yeah here he goes uh here it goes so when Ronnie Five was a kid um he he lives in Queens uh he's one of the you know he's basically he is you know a kid who who's a really you know those kids who think to themselves like they can do it already like um they can handle themselves or they're real a kid or kids who are really responsible enough already um that's Ronnie Feig already when he was a kid um why did i say that because there's this one time um there's this guy that his family and himself look up to this guy's name this guy's name is uh, is is David Z. Uh David Z is is the founder of Atrium. If you guys don't know Atrium, just you know, search it on Google. You guys can you can see it. Atrium is like one of the biggest um stores in the US. So yeah. So uh he really looks up to David Z because he's really cool, you know, he owns a lot of stuff. He he is real uh really really um busy with 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 career and shit like that and Ronnie Feig looks up to people like that because he because he wants to be like that so there was this one time that David Z offered um Ronnie Feig uh cash some cash i, I forgot how much what uh, how much how much that was but um David Z David Z offered him cash you know just something like christmas stuff like that but i'm not sure if that's for christmas but that's what i heard that's what i studied about so and ronnie feig said no but his second action was i don't want to i don't want to get your money i want to work for you and you know that's really cool to hear for a kid he was i think was 13 years old or 14 years old i don't know something like that was a student you know he was a student and saying that to david z what probably one of the coolest people he knows and didn't take the cash but asked ask for him to work so david z said yeah okay let's go let's do it so ronnie feig was a 14 year old kid a teenager who already started working because he just really wanted wanted to work you know so he started like a, he started as a stock boy at at David Z store and and Ronnie Fi grew up with it like he grew, Ronnie Fi grew up in that store grew up with David Z and to the point that you know he built his career there well not like whole career but he to the point that he built his experience there inside the store uh be one with the product as he said uh be one and one with the product because he was a stock boy and fell in love with the fell in love with the uh with the with the work ethic and shit like that uh for for David Z's company. So he became and you know after some time he became he became one of the probably buyer 
buyer of of David Z's brand. And I'm not I'm not sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. But yeah, I think he was he became a buyer. A buyer is in the fashion industry is um is the is the one who handles uh, uh getting products to be to be to be sold at a specific store. So that was that became his. I'm not sure about this, but I, something like that. So he was one of the people who handles that, uh, who handles products for the store. All right, merchandisers or something like that. So um, Ronnie Fike became one of the people, one of the known people who can uh, work with other companies because of that, because of his work. And um, there was uh, there was this really big opportunity that he. He, I forgot who gave this catalog for him, but it was a, it was a A6. Um, it was a A6 shoe that he, he that he um, partnered with without asking David Z, and that was the time that Ronnie Feig was like, you know, already trying to become Ronnie Feig and not under David Z. So he was trying to he was trying to veer out from where he was working where where he was working at and he was trying to build himself up now this time so so he had a big opportunity with this shoe brand and his plan was to sell like 50 pieces or probably more than that but i think 50 pieces something like that and and he was like, in his mind, he was like, "Shit, David Z is gonna kill me because I didn't ask for the, I didn't ask him about this, um, so he's gonna kill me. I have to, I have to, I have to sell this immediately." And after a few days, it got sold out, and and that was, you know, I'm not sure if it was, it was A6 or something, just a really classic product, a really classic model of a shoe, but something like A6. So, yeah. So that was his story with David Z, and all right. So, um, so I'm not sure if this is still David Z, but there's this guy. Um, so I'm just you know I'm just skipping. I'm 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 jumping really I'm jumping really far now. I'm not sure if this is really far, but I'm jumping I'm jumping uh uh for his story so I can summarize really quick. Um, so after that, right after that really cool story. Um, Ronnie Feig, Ronnie Feig was um had a had a quick conversation with with I'm not sure if it was David Z or someone else, but uh the one who owns Atrium. Okay, oh shit! Now that I think about it, maybe David Z doesn't didn't uh wasn't the one who wasn't the one who carries who founded Atrium. I think there's there's another guy, but whatever anyway so there's this guy who had a had a, had a really good conversation with Ronnie Feig Ronnie Feig was uh kind of working already for his own personal brand right and he became good friends with this person who owns Atrium and and the conversation went like Ronnie went like okay i want to do this right i wanted to i wanted to have a brand i wanted to have a store and shit like that uh but and that person and the and the good friend and his good friend was like yeah i'm going to support you with that and ronnie was ronnie went like but okay but i want to have our have my own store inside your store 
Like, can you believe that shit? Um, that's how pushy Ronnie Feig was for his career. So that you know, and that per, that pers- uh, that his good friend agrees agreed on it, and now look at him now. Um, and he he's actually he's actually the uh, the inve- innovator of the so-called um, joggers jogger pants you know those you know that time back in years ago like a few years just a few years back um the shoe game has been really strong the shoe game has been really strong but at the same time people te- uh people um wore this specific type of pant called joggers that really supports your sneakers like it really it really makes your sneaker look good because it has a it has a really tight cuff um, at the end of at the end of your pant, and it really showcases your your footwear, right? And Ronnie designed that specifically. He found a really he found he found a an old pant and reconstructed it to become that. I forgot what it's called. I think it was called mili- military pants, something like that. But he, the his goal was okay. Let me try this out, right? Let me try this out. So because he, he's like that, uh, so that was his first big thing at his store when he started, you know, building his store uh, inside atrium and shit. Uh, that. Why did I say it was a big project? Because. Um, so he constru- reconstructed this pant, right? Which was called military pant or something like that. And well, today it's called jogger pants, but, um, cause he, cause he's into shoes. He's, st- and he started selling, um, different brands of shoes in, inside his store. That's was, that's his, that's his, um, kickstart, right? So he co- reconstructed this pant, right? Sorry, I'm, I'm going really I'm rambling around. Uh, I'm rambling right here, but yeah, he reconstructed this pant and he tried it out. Like he sold five pant, five pants, in the store and just you know displayed displayed it there. And he's he's such a hands-on person that he just watched the pant uh, went sold out. So he was like in his mind, okay, it's kind of working. Let me put, uh, let me let me put fifty pairs now to uh, tomorrow. So I put fifty pairs the next day, got sold out, and he put um, and he put hundred pairs, got sold out, and he put uh, he, and he put more pairs at the store, but at the same time more, and at the same time he put it out, put it up at um, e-commerce, at online, and his website, and every, every and and it also got sold out. So yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'm not gonna overreact, but that story is pretty cool. Okay, so, and yeah, fast forward today, he's the Ronnie Feig. He's the Ronnie Feig, who, oh, who's the founder of Kith. So, mm-hmm, that's his story. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's it. I don't know how long did I took. Um, probably, like, just a, just a few minutes, like 30 minutes, I think. So, yeah, I, I hope you under, you guys understood my me rambling about Ronnie Feig, but he's the perfect example of manifestation, you know.
you know what? That's not even just manifestations. It's really hard work for him, like blood, sweat, and tears. But at the same time, he he really knows he really knows his future. He just had to work. He just had to uh, work around it, just like everybody else. You, we we know we see ourselves. Uh, we want to see ourselves to the future that we want. It's the, just the th- the lesson here is just well, you you already know what you want for your future. You just have to work around it. You just have to push, keep pushing, keep grinding, keep doing it, keep doing it, right? And to the point that there is someone who gives you money, but it doesn't really connect to what you see in yourself. Right, just like Ronnie Fike did, you you need to have you need to put it aside and keep working on your dream. Yeah, that's a manifestation for you people. So yeah, that's it. Um, it's a really short um show episode because it's just me. If I have a guest, it's kind of it's a bit longer. But you know what? I think this is better for me. This is better for the show. I think because because people have a really short span short uh short span attention span like me to be honest so this is good for everybody i think yeah so thank you for everybody who listened on um and who reached at reached this point the end of the end of the episode and yeah that's it thank you peace out bye All right. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys got inspired. And if you want to know more about the show, go visit me on Instagram. All those good stuff are linked on the description below. And you may find more episodes on Spotify and iTunes podcast or Overcast and many more. This podcast is powered by Anchor FM. Check them out if you want to create your own podcast and other audio related. All right. See ya.